Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer from the 630 Chad Studios, the city's south side in the boardroom of the Chorus Building. Our retro-fitted extra broadcast suite. Cody Jansen in the main studio helping us out today. Want to tell you, Guests on the show receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Every Tuesday, Mark Spector joins us for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. A reminder, Century Mile live racing Friday and Sunday nights, 6.15 post time. Fan attendance, totally all good. And you can also watch in wager at hbibet.com is uh, just before we go to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline with Spec, who is, by the way, our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Um, I got to get this in. I got to get a text here from V. He says, Bob, so Elliot Friedman reporting a potential four-year extension for nurse. So five years from now, Question mark. How many years does Connor have left? It's go time for the franchise. And anybody who thinks otherwise is kidding themselves. Time to go all in this offseason on moving forward from B. Well, for me, yes and no. And I'll explain why in a second. But first, we bring aboard Sportsnet Spec for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. Spec, how you doing? I'm... As usual, Bob, in total agreement with you here. It's kind of a weird summer that way, huh? Yeah, it, it has been a weird summer. Um, <laughs> and it, it, V makes a valid point. It is go time. And that go time started when Ken Holland had the cap space, which is why the Oilers have been all in on Hyman to upgrade their top six. And we'll get to some of your guys that you mentioned just now in a, a piece that dropped on sportsnet.ca about some Oilers' potential free agent tar- targets, and it's a remarkable spec how much philosophically aligned we are in those as well. But mm-hmm. let's talk about Darnell Nurse. Yes to V's uh, point, and no, in my opinion. Yes, in the sense it is go time, and the Oilers have got to do what's ever possible here over the next five years to ice as competitive team as possible. And they have to think that if they're not successful, there could be ramifications down the road. That's a given. That's the reality of how today's world works because of free agency. Sure. But don't – there's another factor in here. We're basically playing with a flat cap spec over the next two to three years. Might be three to four, five years. But in five years' time – 
we may see, hopefully, the growth and regeneration in the game. So a guy like Darnell Nurse, the Oilers might actually be able to keep – I mean, we just saw – what did uh, Seth Jones just sign for? Or what's he about to sign for on Wednesday? Uh, what was he? Eight and a half? Nine? Nine, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half, right. So it is entirely possible that over the course of an eight-year – remember, uh, Darnell uh, is going into the – you know, he, he needs the extension for not this, this summer but next summer. Entirely possible that he ends up getting $76 million over an eight-year period. Nine and a half million. But it might be spread out differently to keep the price point down in the short term and then get graduated up higher if he is to negotiate another deal. You see what I'm saying, Mark? It's not all like, you know, you guys better pull it together in the next four years or we're all leaving. There are some other ways to look at putting deals together, Mark. And I'm not, you know, I understand how the GM has to keep his eye on the ball. And Darnell Nurse is a great example of that. Every deal he's made over the last year or so, or two years, he's made it in mind with, you know, Darnell Nurse is coming up here and i got to have the money to pay this guy. So the, the GM's got to keep his eye on the ball three, four years out. I get that. I, I'm not, a, as, a, as an observer of hockey and a hockey fan, don't get too tied up on what your team's doing five years from now. Like, oh, my goodness, it's, it's enough to try, to try to worry about what your team's doing heading into camp in September here. We've got, you know, now fans are saying, oh, well, I don't mind the team now, but I don't like it five years from now. Well, come on, like, it's a long time out. Lots of stuff happens between now and then, you know. I'm here to tell you, Bob, if five years from now this team hasn't gone out of the first round, yeah, everything's going to change. Yes. Guys are going to get set up. They're all going to walk away. Sure. But if they're a cup contender or they won a cup or two, you know, if, they, if things have gone well, then it's a completely different environment. No, not every guy gets to make $15 bucks. It's a cap system. But you know what? You'll keep the guys you want, and you might lose a guy the way Pittsburgh has over the years, and I'd take their success any day of the week, Bob. Well, and it's going to be intriguing to see here because even, you know what I noticed, Speck, was Zach Hyman. So tomorrow free agency starts at 10 a.m. It looks like the Oilers and the Leafs are not going to broker a deal before then. So it looks like the Oilers will sign Hyman to a seven-year deal if they get him. Right? It doesn't rule out the possibility that another team can get. But to our knowledge, the only place where Zach Hyman has flown into is Edmonton. Okay, The only place willing to give him that kind of money in terms is Edmonton, is my understanding. Five and a half times seven years, the report. Yeah. Okay, And, and it, it, the initial response, despite the fact that the guy had superior analytics, the initial response from the really smart people on Twitter was that sort of follow this team was quite negative. And then something shifted. And, I, and maybe it was because people brought different perspectives, Mark, and said, wait a sec here. You got a guy that wants to come here. Like, I will tell you, the Oilers did not invite Zach Hyman to fly into Edmonton. He did that on his own. That was his call. He wanted to check it out, okay? And there's something to be said, especially this summer, we've seen with Adam Larson who ultimately elected to get a fresh start elsewhere. Completely, Mark, completely fair option for him. But conversely, Nugent Hopkins. Nugent Hopkins wanted to stay here. You know what I'm saying? Looks like Zach Hyman wants to be here. Duncan Keith 
Duncan Keith wanted to be here. Sometimes, you know what? When you're Edmonton, you don't necessarily get every... Take a look at the top American players as an example and where they often end up. Not often in Canada, unless they're drafted there. So your thoughts on that, about the fact that you do have to capitalize on guys that want to play in your market? Well, when, when you're Edmonton or you're Winnipeg, or when you're, frankly, a less desirable market, right? And I know they have McDavid and Dreisel. I'm well aware of that. Uh, but I also know, you know, I, I read Craig Custance's agent poll every year, and Edmonton is on that, is a top five team on the no trade list of the average NHL player every year. So I think I think that, you know, I don't blame fans. Like, they, they don't get a chance to talk to some of the inside people the way we do, Bob. And the inside people tell me that if you think Ryan Getzlaff's coming up to Canada, you know, you're, you're sorely mistaken. Nobody that I've spoken to believes that, that Dougie Hamilton's walking into a Canadian market again. His experience in Calgary just showed him that he prefers not to play under that type of public scrutiny. Lots of guys are like that. He's one of them. You know, as you point out, American guys tend not to want to come to Canada because they're American guys. They want to stay at home. I don't blame them. But my point would be this. Every time a transaction gets made, it seems to get thrown out there like, why didn't Ken Holland make this transaction? Look at that. Look at Marc-Andre Fleury going to Chicago. Why didn't Edmonton get that guy? Well, Marc-Andre Fleury has a no-move list, and on that list is the Edmonton Oilers. That's why they don't get that guy. Well, right? and, and we don't even know, like, how about that whole situation, Spence? Well, that's another story. But the point is, it's not Edmonton involved in that situation because the player has it written in, in his contract that you can't trade me to Edmonton. So people, like, I get it. Some of the moves Ken Holland makes and, and other GMs here, they're not all great moves. Some of them are bad moves. Some of them you look at and go, why that guy? And you look at another one and you go, why didn't we get in on that deal? Well, Edmonton, folks, isn't the destination that those of us who live here think it is, right? I love living here. Happy here, raised my family here. It's a great town. A lot of people don't want to bring their families here and live here and work here and play here. And that's just the fact that you got to get your head around, I think, when we get into a day like tomorrow, July 28th, free agent day. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, we got McDavid and Dry settled, gifted from the gods to get those two players, right? Like, let's face it, uh, I was as big a Dry Settle guy as there was back. I didn't think he'd be this good, okay? And you got to draft those players, right? Well. And they And they drafted those guys. And often your greatest success is in your own drafted players. But So they've got the new building, and they've got a couple top-end guys, and they've got cap space. And if you're Todd Reynolds and you're placing Zach Hyman, and you're thinking, all right, where can my guy be best situated to have greatest success as a player? Well, Edmonton makes well, a lot of sense because he might end up on McDavid's left, left wing. Right. And, it, you know, you know? <laughs> players, player, players want things. Like, you know what? Taylor Hall would have loved to have been on the 2014 Olympic team. Chris Kunitz ended up on the 24 Olympic team, 2014 Olympic team. I'm here to tell you right now, Zach Hyman, if he's playing on the team with, if he's on Connor McDavid's left wing, the majority of the time, he's going to have a hell of a chance to make the Olympic team. He'll have a shot at that. Yes, right. he will. You know, the same a, way Kunitz did. You're right. It's an added bonus. It's so. hard to say, you know, but sure. He'll have a, listen, that's you make the best point. you got to draft your best players. You know, look around at all the teams, like, you know, the Corey Perry and Getzlaff in Anaheim, Ovechkin in, in Washington, all of, you know, Crosby in Pittsburgh. 
I don't know what the percentage is, Bob. Is it 90% of the best players in hockey end up staying with the team that drafted them for a long time? Yeah, the odd one moves. I get it. You can give me an outlier. The odd one moves. Eichel's. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Probably going to move here. But a high 90s of the best players in hockey get drafted and stay and have the most of their success with the team that drafted them. I mentioned Chris McFarland earlier in the show from Colorado. Okay. That's a team that hit rock bottom in 16-17, committed to a vision. they got a pretty good team. They're probably ahead of, well, they are ahead of where the Oilers are, but they've had some growing pains similar. they got some terrific players. I really like the addition they made today, especially in response to how Vegas pushed them around a bit in the uh, playoff series. But I'll never forget what he said to me. Bob, the 96-2001 to Yankees, who won four World Series in five years, their five best players, the Yankees, their five best players were drafted and developed. Uh-huh. The Yankees. Like, they got as much money as God. And even they have to do it, right? So it just it reinforces it. So, All right, Mark, when we come back, we're going to talk about potential targets on center and defense and whether or not a hometown connection may play to Edmonton's advantage. Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. It's 12:46 in Edmonton. 12:47 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Cody Jansen and Mark Spector. We're going to tell you that for you golfers out there, if you're looking for a great VIP golf trip, you can join New West Travel on a four-day golf getaway in the spectacular mountains at Whistler, BC. This package includes airfare in a private WestJet charter with complimentary open bar and meals, three nights in a deluxe suite hotel, four rounds of five-star golfing in the coastal mountains in a new West Travel Golf Tournament with prizes. All transfers can book now and get a free upgrade to a one-bedroom suite. To book your tee time, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Now, um, we're going to bring Spec back in for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Benny says, hey, stop, tell Spec to chill on the Getzlaff hate. Uh, I have a connection to somebody, says Benny, and I believe that Getzlaff is open to it. Well, what we do know, Mark, is that Ryan Getzlaff uh, okayed a potential move to Vegas at the trade deadline. That we know. And now Vegas suddenly has got a bunch more cap space in place. So uh, we all assume they're going in after Jack Eichel. Uh, I wonder if... It's a, I don't think it's 100% out of the possibility that Ryan gets laugh. Like, I think there's an outside chance, actually, he could end up in Edmonton. I'm not saying it's a strong, like, 
Look, it's a really strong chance the Oilers are getting Zach Hyman. You know, 80%, 90% chance they're getting Hyman. I, I, I wouldn't say never say never on Getzlaff, Spec. Okay. So, I, I, you know what? That's what gets me in trouble as a reporter. I'm not standing on the fence on this one, Bob. You're saying no uh, chance. I'm saying don't give me 10%. Give me 100 or 0. And I'm saying 0. Okay. Well, uh, if I got to do 100 or 0, I'm going to say 0. Yeah, I'm going to say this. Two things for me. I mean, obviously, locale. This is a guy that spent his career in California. His family's very happy there. Uh, Vegas, sure, he said, well, hi, uh, uh, okay to Vegas. You know, I would think he'd go to the Kings. I think he'd go to Dallas. Wow. I, think he'd go, I think he'd go as far away as Colorado. But remember this, Bob. If he comes up here, he's coming up here as a third-line centerman. So there's two things there. Like, first of all, he's a, he's a good player. He could be your third-line center every day. He's got to want to be your third-line center, okay? I, I don't know if anyone's asked Ryan Getzlaff if he's okay going in and being the third banana behind McDavid and Drysaddle. Is that something that he wants to do? Because if he goes to Vegas, he won't be the third-line center in Vegas, right? You think he'd be the second-line center there behind Carlson? I think so, yeah. I do, unless they Who's make the guy that got from Washington that uh, exceeded expectations there has been pretty good. Who, Vegas? Yeah, he's played a second-line center last year. The guy from Washington, uh, WHL guy. Somebody will text us. Guy from Washington. I don't know, but he's probably not Ryan Getzlaff. You know, uh, put it Chandler, this way. Steve, Chandler Stevenson. He's had yeah, two pretty decent right. runs there, Mark. Okay, if I'm Ryan Getzlaff, I look at Carlson and Stevenson and I say, yeah, I can go in there and I'm going to take somebody's job. I'm not too worried about that. Right? When I look at Edmonton, I think I'm going way up to Edmonton. I'm leaving the country. I'm leaving my family on the beach. I'm coming into the cold and I don't have a prayer of being a better player than 97 or 29. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Stevenson last year, Mark, had 14 goals, 35 points, and 51 games. Yeah. Good. That's not it. Mark, those are second line center numbers. Sure. Right, and on a good team, third-line center numbers. So, you know, they need a uh, – all I'm here to tell you, Bob, everybody knows this, and you know this too. Vegas needs a better centerman than either one of Carlson or Stevenson. Yeah. If those two guys are their best centermen, they're going to lose the way they lost the last couple of years. They need a better guy than them. One of those guys needs to be their third-line center, then they're properly See, set down the middle. Mark, I love Ryan Getzlaff, so – you know, I've always been partial to him. He had five. Hey, who doesn't like Ryan Getzlaff? Five goals, five goals, seventeen points in forty-eight games, and he went dash fourteen. Well, He's minus forty-nine yeah. the last three years. I'm asking you what he thinks, not what the team thinks of him. He doesn't look at himself like a five-goal guy, right? He's an Olympic. He, are He's you sure Olympic. he doesn't think that he he doesn't appreciate that at this stage uh, in his career, at thirty-six years of uh, age? I'm not sure of that. That he hasn't spoken to him. Okay. I haven't spoken to him. I'm not sure. That. I, I so haven't I spoken. Point would, Mark, I, I haven't goal. spoken to him. Okay. I, I have not I, spoken to him, but I, I think that he'd probably realize that he is in the three-hole now at this stage in his career, and he's going to have to do a base plus bonus structure deal. That's how it's going to work. But okay. I do concur with you. Like, I know right now the L.A. Kings are looking for somebody to kind of insulate Quentin Byfield. Yep. Right. They don't. They don't want Byfield playing. Like right now, Velarde is going to be their second line center. And I think in a perfect world, they would like to have a guy like Getzlaff, and that way they could insulate both Velarde and Quentin Byfield to play behind Kopitar. So the only question here is he's also looking at, uh, to, to to my knowledge, 
to my knowledge, the reason he parts with the Anaheim Ducks is because he looks at the team. He says, these guys aren't going to win anything in the rest of my career. I need to go somewhere that's capable of winning in the next two, three years, tops. Right? His, his career does not have a lot of runway left. So you can go to L.A., but L.A. is no better than Anaheim. L.A. is not winning anything in the next couple of years. They're, they're way far away. So that, to me, is why, you know, if I'm Getzlaff, I'm looking at Vegas. Sure, they're a really good team. I'm looking at... You know, I'm thinking about if I'm coming up to be a third-line center somewhere, I might be doing that in Denver or Dallas. All fair comment by you. Mark, a couple texts here. Bob, why can't Getzlaff play wing on one of the top two lines? Uh, well, he could play wing in the top nine. And I just, just so the listeners are aware, I could see Kyle Turris potentially, and I mean this, Getting certainly in training camp, getting a look on the right side. Do not rule out it as a possibility. On the second line, right wing in the Yamamoto spot. Yeah, and don't forget Archibald can play the left side. So that's your third line is Archibald Yamamoto. That's a small line. I I hope that uh, I wish Turris well because he seems like a really nice fella. Uh, but I think he'll get buried this yeah, year. And that, Mark, I'm just saying in training camp, I could see him getting a look on the right wing in a top nine role. Okay? The guy, sure. the, he's a five-time 20-goal scorer. I could see that happening. Huh? He's, he needs to find a step. Like, yeah. And I don't know if he can at this stage in your career. No one's ever, no one, no one, you know, there's no question marks about Kyle Turris's character, his try, his effort, his belief, all of the things that you want, all the intangibles are there. It's the tangible. He can't skate well enough to play anymore. Like, he couldn't keep up to the game last yeah, he's, year. And, he needs, and, well, he's been in the summer all year, Mark. He's, uh, I'm led to find a way. He's got to find a half step off. I ha, you know, and look, he talks a good game. We know that about him. He's a pro. Uh, but not in a bad way. He doesn't talk a good game. Like, right, right. You know, and, he's not and, full of, you know what. He's, he knew. He cares. He knew where he was. And, and that's the thing to remember. Sometimes with veteran players in lockout years, where ha- th- think of how bad Ryan, for all the fandom that Ryan Smith has, two goals and 13 points in the lockout year in 12-13, right? It affected him. It if, sometimes it affects older players, especially sure. especially guys with kids. Because you know what happens? You're a dad. You're not sole focus on hockey. And you're not sure you're going to play or where you're at. And Rosito has this to say. Bob, Ryan Getzlaff can sit on a beach and play poker for the next 45 years. Why wouldn't he want to play in a hockey market, Saskatchewan boy, and have a chance to win a cup for two years but show his character anyways? I like. I do. I see that end of the argument. But I'm not going to play the hundred and zero percent game. I'm saying, I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance, Mark. That's what I'm saying. And let me make it like the guy who said I'm hating on God. I love to see Getzlaff come here, right? I think he's a he's if he came here and bit sunk his teeth into a third line center role. I think that this team would be better off for it. I think there's all kinds of things that would make that the owners would benefit from that. I think it would be awesome. But I wouldn't bet you a dollar against a hundred that it's going to happen. Well, That's you never know who's listening right now, Mark. You never know. Yep. I mean, one time we had a potential uh, guy that was going to be a potential free agent the next year. He ended up signing with his team an eight-year deal. <laughs> then he got hurt. The guy was driving around Edmonton with his agent. Uh, 
Bob, what is Mark talking about? Chandler Stevenson is a good second-line center, and 35 points in a shortened season is not third-line center numbers. Getzloff is not good enough anymore to be a two-center on a contender. Also wondering, Bob, has Duncan Keith talked to Getzloff? Hmm. The word the word was that he has, but uh, you know that's that was reported that Duncan Keith had spoken with Getzloff to try to entice him here. And that would be okay. a strong voice. Now, this is an interesting point that a texter makes. Uh, Ryan Getzlaff won't come. The fourth wave is making noise. A guy would never chance being separated by an international border, uh, border if things go sideways again. We just got to get more people vaccinated. I mean, well, and, can, and Canada's, can, and Mark, Canada's at a way higher rate right now than the U.S., you know that. In terms I know they are, and it's it's already starting to get out a little bit out of control here. So, yeah. All right. We haven't even talked about potential other free agents. Well, let's go. We're going to do that when we come back. It's 12.58 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. will return at 105 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.